Welcome to episode 124 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and Apple TV as w- and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? Uh, I am good. I'm hanging in there. Um, going to get a good night's sleep, and we'll talk about why later. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> yes, you go. and me both. Yep. And uh, yeah, we we came from a, from a Sunday uh, recording last week because mm-hmm. I was a little under the weather, but uh, glad we're back here. We're going to go and... Uh, this week, we have a great guest, uh, Michael DJ Eisenberg, the, the tech-savvy lawyer. Did I say that right? Uh, yeah. uh, welcome to the show, Mike. Michael? Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I thought we, you, 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 you were a, a great uh, speaker at my Apple user group in Chicago, Suburban Chicago Apple users. Everybody had really loved it. And uh, we're gonna definitely going to talk with you about uh, what, what kind of makes things tick and maybe sometimes not tick with iOS and <laughs> I, iPhones with, uh, as well as I want to find out a little about a little more about you as well. And, uh, let's, uh, go ahead and actually, uh, we're going to find out about you now is, uh, is usually what do we do when we, I have a, a new guest for the first time. Um, just want to find out what, what types of devices that you like to have that relate to iPhone or, I, or iPad or iOS. So I'm assuming you have an iPhone. And, and, uh, and, yeah. And, uh, and uh, heavens, what don't I have? I'm running the iPhone. <laughs> phone 11 pro max right now i have you're pre- in our club <laughs> yeah. well hold on uh, not uh, as of tomorrow not anymore because i neither neither us <laughs> <laughs> i've pre-prepared my uh, iphone uh, 12 pro max uh, i've done all the things you can do before you actually order it uh, that is uh, all set to go so hopefully i'll be up at nine o'clock eastern my time uh but, no, no, I'm sorry. It's eight o'clock Eastern my time. It's I was going to say you better Pacific. make sure yeah. to set your clock set right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm running a 2017 iPro. Uh, excuse me, an iPad Max. Uh, I wait. Did I say that right? An iPro, an iPad Pro Max, not Max. No, it's an iPad Pro. Forgive me. I, the Max and the Tens and the Pros. It gets a little confusing sometimes. So you have, so you have the iPad. Pro, do you have the 12.9 or the 11? Yes, 11 the 12.9. And actually, that's okay. that's what I meant to say. Excuse me. And I have okay. the, the old, as I'm kind of reaching over here. Here it is. Uh, I'm reaching over here. Uh, the old now uh, Folio keyboard by, um, oh, you can't see it. Sorry. It's like, it's okay. Fo- or fo- yeah. audio mostly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the iPhone Folio keyboard uh, without the sort of... Um, uh, levitation aspect to it, uh, although I am very interested in it. I don't think $350 for an oh, iPad well. keyboard is worth it, at least not yet. I wouldn't well, do it. If I had to we, do it yeah. over, I wouldn't uh, do both, it. We both, both have it. We both have it, yeah. But, <laughs> did, did either of you get the Logitech version? No, no we got the, like the Apple price. We got the Apple no. one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if any of you had like seen it or played with it. <laughs> I have seen it. I haven't, uh, but I would do that if I was doing it again. I'd probably go that route uh, because it's half the price. And I, you know, sometimes the, you know, the the floaty magic keyboard is really cool, and it, you know, the way it works and it types very well. But it does add a lot of weight to the thing, um, and it's you know, it's it doesn't protect the the iPad if you want to take it out right. and not use the keyboard. So right. I mean, it's it's got issues. Yeah, um, if you're trying to well, use it just as a laptop kind of keyboard, it's it's pretty good. But if you want to use it as a tablet, it's not, it's not that good. Well, as I think we'll get in later based on your show notes, uh, I will express <laughs> why I don't think that keyboard, whether it's by Logitech or by Apple, is worth it, at least at this point. But that's for a little bit later in the show. Um, okay. So uh, I, I think the one story I will share with you guys about uh, iPhones and iPads and iOSs is uh, way back when, when the Kindle came out. Uh, mm-hmm. My my wife is a voracious reader, and she's constantly reading books, and she's always bringing books with her when we go on trips and vacations and whatnot. And I try to convince her that, well, try out this Kindle. You know, this is, what, 10, 15 years ago. Try out this Kindle. I think you'd really like it. She's like, no, no, no. I like my books. I like my hard copy. My hard copies. I like to feel the book in my hand. And then after a little while, I went ahead and got her the Kindle. And she's like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. This is yeah, great. Yeah. But I know you guys are thinking, well, what does this have to do with iOS? No, well, it's, we're technology here. It's, oh, no, no, that's no, no, why we, no, no. we got in our, we're we're got our room there. here. We're, we're, we're getting there. there. Really I promise good. you, we're getting there. We're not, we're, but the story's not done yet. Because <laughs> what happened is um, when the iPad came out 
And I'm like, well, honey, how about this? What do you think of this? Not only can you read your books, you can read your books, not just from Kindle, but also from Apple and from this and from that. And you can look at your email and browse and this and that, whatever. She's like, you know, I don't want it. Just don't waste the money, blah, blah, blah. Later, I get it for her. She loves it. Um, you know, <laughs> there goes the Kindle. And well, honey, can I get you an upgrade after so many years? Oh, no, I don't need it. Get the upgrade. Oh, my God, it works so much faster. This is fantastic. Oh, it can do all these neat things, too. Um, so she's on the iPad, uh, excuse me, the iPad Mini 4. And uh, I will be getting her the five pending if there's going to be a release of a six, uh, which I'm beginning to wonder is or is not in the cards in the near future. There's a rumor that it's going to be a uh, like a, a full screen version, which would be really cool. Yeah. Like a face ID yeah. version. But, so, but when? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but your, exactly. your story is a lot like mine, just real fast. Right. Is, uh, I, I bought my wife an Wonderful. iPad. I bought my wife an iPad uh, for for Valentine's Day, uh, you know, early on. And she's like, why would I need this? Because I have a phone. So we returned it. Um, uh, five or six years later, she has like three of them. They're, they're like all over the house. This is one of hers. She has a one over there. <laughs> so, so you're buying her new ones every year. <laughs> uh, no, she's pretty good at not wanting to upgrade to the latest ones, but she has a whole bunch Unlike of them. you. <laughs> Unlike me, yeah. Actually, I just sold. Uh, I wish I yeah, would have heard this earlier. I just sold off my, uh, I had an iPad mini five. I just sold it off uh, for a pretty good price uh, to somebody else. I would have given it to you. Well, why why did you just sell it? I mean, because so so I have um <laughs> so I had I had needed to consolidate. I have the Pro, the iPad Pro, right? Um, the, the eleven inch uh, two thousand eighteen. Um, I also had a Surface uh, Go two. Um, yeah. so my feeling is I'm getting a new phone tomorrow, right? Um, put some money towards that and um getting a, one of these new Macs that are coming out next week. So I'm consolidating. Well, you, you know, you sort of hit on something that at least from a business <clears throat> perspective that I look at and also being a bit of a tech geek. So, you know, you're, you're buying for the upgrade, you got to sell the old one. And at least with my phone, my iPhone, and also my iMac that I'm running um, uh, my audio and, and visual from today, uh, they're both on leases. They, yeah. Yeah. which, you know, it's sort of like you to put it all up front at one time, or do you put it out a little bit by a little bit? And then of course, when you want to do a trade in or an upgrade, at least for the iPhone, you can do that easily for the IMAX. It's pretty much the end of the lease. You can't pre-order or uh, update the lease uh, earlier like you can with the phone. Yeah. There's, there's, there, they registered something in uh, another country called it's uh, Apple for life. Mm-hmm. So the the theory is that they're going to start doing the same thing uh, with the uh, upgrade program for IMAX and Mac books uh, too. Um, you and me and Dave could have a whole conversation because we we've crunched yes, numbers we too. Um, yes. We we've crunched numbers between whether it's better. Uh, some people like uh, me tend to buy the at least for the phone. We'll buy the phone mm-hmm. uh, out and uh, sell at the end. Right and. Um, Generally, for me, I've been per- doing pretty good with that, and it's cheap. I get, I do a little bit better than if I did the iPhone upgrade program, uh, right? As and, far and, as Costco. And, and then, well, I mean, with all due respect, you're saying, and I'm not arguing with you. You're doing a little bit better, but it's a little bit better. And what I just try to do is, I, I just try to deal, try to get rid of the pain point. You know, yeah. having to worry about selling it, it and backpacking and packaging it, making sure it gets there, and all this. Where you know, Apple. You know, they just basically take it as long as it's not broken. Sure. And they'll take it too, also on a trade-in too, but you don't get that much money with them as well. Right. Um, True. It, you know, it, it is a little bit of a pain, but, you know, it's not that bad because, you know, I don't, yeah, no. I, I, I could get more. Yeah. This, this time around was a little tougher because of timing, but mm-hmm. it all worked out. No, no, but, no. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing you or anything. It's just the different perspectives for different people. Yeah. No, well, I've, and, and I'll and I'll and I'll go in and say here I've been in the Apple uh, upgrade program since its inception. It's been like three or four years, so I do it every year, and uh, I think it's a it's a good value for me, you know, because I right. want to get the latest and greatest iPhone every year of all, of all the devices that I have, and 
and you'll you're actually going to start learning with Warren. He buys like as soon as the Apostolic and Max are going to be out on Tuesday when they get announced. You guarantee he's going to have those ordered and have all his Max sold ready. So, uh, but I, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're doing it. Uh, the the uh, 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 so so I've been always an uh, an adopter with iPhones, always trading in, getting the next one each year because it's. It's my passion. I like I like iPhones, and I think it's important. And and and, it, and it, I find it as, as a value. So, uh, and we're going to talk about that just a bit here, as far as the 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 upgrade for tomorrow here. So, uh, but no. And do you and do you dabble at TV OS at all? You have an Apple Apple TV or do we, we do have? Well, we have two Apple uh, TVs: the new one and I think the last version. And we have the new okay. one, uh, you know, in our living room that we use, you know, gener- uh, generally for entertainment and whatnot. I had gotten the, I had gotten the new one in part because I was going to use the old one for travel when I used to travel for hearings, but right, I don't right. travel for hearings anymore. They're all uh, virtual. They're all done by video. And uh, it's just, it's not something I need necessarily right now, but it's good to have a backup and I'll probably put it in, uh, probably put it to the uh, TV that I have here in my office. I just, I haven't put it up yet because this TV actually has it's a fairly new TV and it has um, airplay too. Um, okay. Right. So it's and it's got it's got Netflix built in. It's got uh, Amazon. Built, it's got everything built in. So it's in a sense I don't necessarily need the Apple TV except to play sure. Apple TV uh, stuff. And the good thing is you can get Apple TV's app on, on a lot of these newer TVs right. as it right. is anyway. So you you won't miss anything as far as that goes. So, but that's all we have you on the show because I knew you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're you you love Matt, Apple like we do, and I love the the, the the products. So that's what we do here each week on the show and. Uh, and uh, and really enjoy it. So, um, with that, let's uh, go ahead and, and and we'll be talking to Michael here just a little bit about what he does and, and get his his uh, thoughts on on the the, the the law end of things using iOS devices here just a bit here. Um, but uh, let's go into the, the new stories we uh, talked for this week. Uh, first thing is uh, the Apple announcement. There's another one. This is the third one now this year, which is awesome. Uh, Apple's now a uh, new event is on November 10th, which is uh, happens to be my birthday, which is. I said that they were thinking that when, uh, when, when they announced it, uh, it's one more thing and it's looking like it's going to be, you know, they already did iPhones. They already did app, uh, iPads. They already did the Apple watch. And now, now we're at the point where the Apple Silicon needs to be announced. And, uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where they go with that. We don't talk too much about Mac here, but we're still Apple here. So, um, I, I think, uh, 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 this is in nine to five Mac is where I linked to you in our show notes, uh, that they're probably going to be, I would venture to say at least a 13 inch MacBook pro potentially maybe a 16 inch, uh, you know, as far as uh, that announcement goes, uh, Warren, do you think that those are about right? What they're saying with probably two MacBooks, or do you, you think they were uh, saying, they were saying one, uh, 13 inch air, one 13 inch pro and yeah. the 16 inch pro later, later down. So yeah. They might be introducing the two 13-inch models um, yeah. on Tuesday. Um, you know, and initially I thought it was going to be one of these, uh, you know, and you could start ordering these starting, you know, December 14th, right. um, which they could easily still do, um, which would be a bummer. But since uh, today I changed my mind because uh, mm. uh, because Big Sur – well, because because they released the uh, release candidate for Big Sur today. That's and was another thing I was going to say. So since they released that today, that gives me hope that maybe uh, they're they're getting it ready uh, for the actual release of it. Um, I have a feeling. Yes, yeah, so. I think Big Sur is going to get announced. Oh, by the way, Big Sur is released today. Yeah, so it's um, probably going to give you a week, and then with any luck, uh, you'll be able to start ordering the, the machines either that week or next week to come the week after that. So yeah, so, my, go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. No, my plan is, uh, my, my initial plan is to keep my 16 inch pro and sell my, uh, air and, um, right. buy, and buy another air with the <laughs> silicon, I think is my, my plan. So. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. But then, but then, you know, they got to have something other than the Mac. So, you know they've been talking about the the Apple AirTags for a long time, seeing if that's going to come out, uh, as well as um, the potential of the the new AirPod uh, Studios. Studio headphones uh, was uh, the other piece, and possibly another Apple TV remote. Which uh, I don't know. That seems a little more far fetched, but uh, but you have those three items too, because you know 
people are complaining about the remote on the Apple TV all the time. Uh, I bought the uh, the Function 101 remote, which is nice, but doesn't have the Siri uh, sounds, and you can't uh, do do the touch uh, touchpad on it. So, so it's a little more limited. So, uh, did you have any uh, thoughts on the the event uh, before we go to the next uh, story, yet, Michael? Well, uh, so not necessarily on the event per se, but I will say this uh, with Lauren, you, you know, when you're a tech person and you get to play and buy all the different technology aspects that are out there, that's fantastic. But from a business perspective, um, I would be hesitant to tell any attorney, let alone any professional, to buy the new Silicon Max because there's going to be a transition of what software will work and what software won't work for a while. Pardon me. And that's gonna uh, that's gonna take some time, so I'd be hesitant to be using a new machine that's right. basically untested. As a matter of fact, I ended up helping someone spec out uh, a new MacBook Air just the other week. But I warned them that yeah, yeah, there's a new computer coming out. Yeah, the prices might drop, but Apple rarely does. But if you get the new computer, you still have to worry about what doesn't work yet, and you don't need to have that big surprise when you're in the middle of a meeting, middle of getting something done, a deadline. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the tech side, I mean, I would love to get a new uh, a new MacBook, but with Silicon MacBook. But on the other hand, because I'm also running another business, my law firm, uh, sure. I would be hesitant to touch it. Which is the nice thing about the lease, because my lease expires next November, and by then I feel I'll feel more comfortable. I'm sure using the silicon based Mac versus the, the Intel sure. chip that we have now. Yeah, I mean, I have a different view. I mean, I think. You know, I think Apple lives on the edge. <laughs> is it really the edge? I mean, Apple's, you know, they're big enough and smart enough now not to release something that's just not going to work for, for people. Yeah. I mean, they're, whatever they're, they're going to release out to the world and they're going to sell it as, you know, a viable alternative to, to what's out there. Um, if, if people can't run half their software, then, you know, that's not going to be a good look for them. And I don't, I, I think they'll, avoid that from happening. Um, but, I know, but, I know p- people have bad experiences in the past with, uh, with some of the other transitions, you know, way down, but uh, you know, that was, right. that was a long time ago and uh, technology changes. And uh, right now, you know, the emulation layers um, will work. And, you know, the problem is they were slow back then, but these are, you know, much faster machines. So, you know, I, I, I have faith that Apple's not going to re- release a product that, won't work with everything that works currently on your current Mac. Yeah. Well, I guess I have three thoughts on that, if I may. So first, yeah. you know, even some of the uh, individual software companies saying, Hey, don't upgrade yet. We're not sure if we're there. And two, uh, you know, it's always, well, everything works great except for that one critical piece of software that if it's not working and that's a main part of your business or a subtle part of your business that affects everything else, that could be a problem. Um, and then, you know, lastly, lastly, you know, that's why God invented updates. Um, you know, <laughs> if, if everything was working so perfectly to begin with, I mean, Apple's come out with several uh, patches, uh, you know, updates to the system. I think we got one, what, five hours ago? And I was having a little, uh, a little tech issue uh, joining you guys today. And I'm not sure if it was that or something else I had running that, you know, I just needed to turn off. Right. So. Well, that's. I mean, the, the the issues that you know the third co- uh, third party companies are having, nobody's saying don't upgrade to the Apple Silicon because of uh, compatibility. They're talking about Catalina at this point because I haven't tested it with right. Catalina. So I mean, that is a different. It's a whole different animal right now. I don't. You know, developers. Um, most of them don't even know. You know, if you know. They don't even know what this the, the new Apple hardware is going to be like, so they can't really say. But you know, until they really test it on that platform, they can't really say it. But according to Apple, you know, uh, a Mac running uh, Big Sur on Apple Silicon is going to be identical to one running on Intel. So yeah, you know, that's, so that's, I, that, that's I hope whole. that's the case. I hope that's the case. Yeah. I just don't want to find out the hard way. And trust me, in yeah. my business, if you piss off a judge because something happened because of your computer uh, went wonky, uh, they don't care. 
Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and move on because I, I we're talking a little too much about Mac here. Sorry, uh, but uh, no, no worries. Uh, and uh, the next story was uh, about the Apple Watch. Apple Watch is now going to be supported by uh, Spotify. Going to actually be a standalone app, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, this uh, was in Mac Rumors. Um, Spotify actually is going to allow the uh, our Apple. Uh, actually, they got we able to develop this app, so it's, it's going to start rolling out support for standalone streaming through through the Spotify app, just using your Apple Watch. So, with the new feature, you can uh, listen to music, podcasts, uh, and uh, from Spotify over Wi-Fi or cellular without having your iPhone nearby, um, which is uh, cool. It's good good to see that the, the Apple Watch is finally starting to. Uh, uh, have some of those that support, uh, you know, and you don't necessarily have to have a cellular version of the Apple Watch in order to to to, to take advantage of this uh, and uh, be able to to take a look at that. Uh, Warren, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a Spotify user, uh, so it doesn't matter too much to me. But yeah, not me either. If, but it's, it's good, good to if see. You are. Yeah, it's good if uh, I think Apple Music already does that, right? If, if uh, you don't need a. Yes. Apple Music yeah. obviously already so, does it. So, you know, I think it's more so the competition. I, I like to see the fact that that, that Apple is is, is going to be open to that and, and not be the big bully because we own the product and we we do uh, the devices. We that that we're not going to allow you know others to be able to compete. And and that's and I think that's a, a fair fair thing. Did you mm-hmm. have any thoughts, Michael? Well, I think it is great that more third party apps are being able to utilize uh, Mac devices across the board, and especially the Apple Watch. Unfortunately, given pandemic right now, uh, the COVID pandemic we're in right now, I, when I first got the watch, the watch was so that I wouldn't be so anchored to the phone. And right. as I'm making that transition away from the phone, we have COVID. And quite frankly, you know, you're stuck. Everyone's stuck in their houses. You know, the watch, the iPhone, all our devices are right there. So it's not, you know, I'm not going to, waste time making sure everything's uh, signed together. Sure. So it's, uh, I think it's a great thing, you know, business-wise for everyone, because like uh, I think yeah. David said, it creates more competition and ultimately we're going to get a better product in the end. Uh, but beyond that, I, like you guys, I don't use Spotify and quite frankly, right. I rarely listen to music. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm well, listening to podcasts. No, yeah, well, as, as, as well, we should be. Podcasts are a big thing. I mostly do too at this point, to be honest with you. So, yeah. So uh, and then uh, just just to kind of transition to the next story, this is also Mac Rumors uh, Pandora, which is another uh, music service uh, owned by uh, SiriusXM, of course. Now um, is uh, is now going to be allowed to, to be run on the HomePod, and the HomePod is uh, uh, def- is going to allow it to have that added support because uh, HomePod was limited with music to just Apple Music in this case. So the again it goes along with this the same theme you're seeing that uh, Apple's opening things up well, with. Uh, uh, with uh, having services on all these devices. Yeah, P- Pandora's not that popular here, but uh, in England, it's very popular. When I yeah. lived out there, that was everything. Uh, that was well, pretty much then, the, the big thing. And Pandora's got a lot of nice integration with SiriusXM. So if you're a SiriusXM subs- subscriber, you can you kind of, they, they, it seems like it's influenced how they, they, they curate music more so than ever with the different channels. So, um, and then, uh, the uh, the Mandalorian, which, which I don't know if you watch this show, uh, show Michael is uh, yes. is now yes. is and it's a phenomenal show. I just watched the first episode last week. Uh, is now going to be supported by the this uh, the AirPods with the spatial audio AirPods Pro. This was in the Mac Observer, and uh, if you tune in and watch the second season, you're gonna you'll be pleasantly surprised, as Andrew Ord said in this in this article, that uh, you're gonna be freaking out and looking around and say, "Wow, this is." Where am I? I'm I'm in like the, the a different a different place here, and uh, it's uh, definitely cool to see that you're going to see start seeing more and more content support that. Uh, did you, uh, Michael? Do you have the AirPods Pro? I don't have the AirPods Pro. I have the AirPods, uh, the second version, okay. and actually, that's what I'm using right now. They are they are fantastic, and yeah. so. But each of my um, Bluetooth phone or my Bluetooth um, headphones, if you will, have different. Uh, purposes. So I have the AirPods for business and for podcasting. I have um, the Bose sports model, the older Bose okay. that goes in your ear, which is great for exercising and gives me a great stereo. And mind you, I've had that for so many years that I'm not going to just go buy a pair of AirPod, AirPod Pros when I already have something that, that works. And then sure. for when I travel, I have a pair of Bose on the ear 
uh, headphones that again gives yep. great stereo. I I appreciate that the AirPods, the AirPod Pros are probably fantastic, and they're probably a little bit easier to use when you're on the go yep. than say the, the the more bulkier things that I use. Um, but uh, you, you know, since my wife and I both watch The Mandalorian, uh, you know, I I'm not sure us having uh, AirPod Pros would work uh, yeah. for that show or for the- when we're watching it together at least. Did you uh, did you try that? Uh, I didn't try it yet. Warren, you watch this? I assume you watched the Mandalorian. I I haven't watched it yet. I'm you know I'm trying to get a time where my wife and I could do it at the same time. Um, okay. I I received the Mandalorian through uh, unconventional means, so it may not work for me. Um, gotcha. <laughs> but we'll see. Say I no play, more. <laughs> I've played with spatial audio uh, on a couple of uh, the Apple products uh, shows at least. Uh, it's cool if, if you really want to get a good feel for the, the their nature show the elephant thing is good um on the yep. apple tv so it, it's neat it's trippy it is yeah I've, I've, we've tried it a couple times here so and then speaking of airpods uh in the nine uh this article is a nine to five mac uh the airpods pro were having some problems not everybody's having problems they were making crackling noises and kind of breaking up and uh Apple is gonna it has started a, a replacement program, and uh, the article does describe uh, what you have to do. You pretty much have to call Apple support, um, or you can go to an authorized service provider, and they will examine them and check to make sure that they're 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 good and test them and see if uh, it is indeed giving you issues. Uh, I haven't had that problem. I'm assuming you haven't either, Warren, at all on no, this either, right? Not that I know of. No, but yeah, you, so. you realize. Well, they're intentional or not, this actually circles back completely to the silicon-based Macs when they come out. Um, you know, great. Most of the AirPod, AirPod Pros have been working fantastic for everyone, except for some. And, you know, I don't want to be one of those some. Like the uh, the, the keyboard issue with the old uh, MacBooks, um, when, when they had that version. I mean, I never, I never had a key, keyboard issue with it, thankfully. But then you feel well, sorry for the people that do. The, the AirPod thing is is a manufacturing defect that could happen. What you know, that could happen if you buy a a, a, a product that you true, true trust. Yeah, I mean right. that you know of um, the the butterfly keyboard was as bad as people said it was. I owned a whole bunch I never of had it. I loved the 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 old new keyboard, if you will. And um yeah, I did either. I had the twenty seventeen, but I I I uh, traded it in and uh and uh not traded, I sold it and then went with the twenty nineteen model, uh which was the the up to date the more up to date the butterfly keyboard. And mm. I was I'm fine with it. It's working fine for me. But uh but the the twenty twenty models or the the, the the sixteen inch nineteen twenty nineteen model was the one I just missed by two months uh, that that Warren has. So, Sorry. Uh, yeah, well, because I I bought it in June, and, and then of course the next month they came out with the sixteen. And I it, it might be it, it might be for sale. Uh, keep keep an eye out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that someone's got to buy mine. I don't want to go through that grief. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, that, that's the news that we were going to cover this week. And then, uh, our, our, always our segment, uh, we have each week is beta and, um, Warren, now you're going to go through beta withdrawal for a little bit until they, they come yeah. out with a, for, come out with a new version, uh, because, uh, as we record this on, uh, Thursday, the 5th of November, they, earlier this morning, uh, Apple decided to drop 14.2 as a full release to everybody uh, that included the long, long, long lines of uh, the home pod, watch OS, iPad OS and TV OS. And um, we talked about last week, a lot of the changes that they added uh, in uh, 14.2, including the emojis, the control center with music uh, recognition and uh, the intercom, which I got to play with finally today. Uh, Cause I, I, I unlike Warren who likes to live on the edge, so for for for, for uh, your knowledge, Michael, uh, he he always has the beta version on every one of his devices, no matter what, no matter what it takes. What I saw heck? I saw a Big Sur beta. I got one left, so I'm, on I'm his okay. primary Mac. Don't go. Don't don't. Oh, I don't understand it. I'm but both of them. Yeah, I'm using it right yeah, now. It's, he, it's fine. He, he likes living on the edge, so don't worry, Michael. Yeah, this is not something he'd be doing in the business world. I know that. And, we, and yeah. I work in the business world as well. So now I would never be doing that either. So, uh, so, so we've got, uh, we've got that, that, that came out. The intercom is a really cool thing. And I, 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 as I get used to, I think we're going to talk about it uh, in future shows here to, to kind of give demos of it. it. It's kind of interesting where you can, you record your, your voice and the intercom will send the message to, uh, to, an, to, to one of the other devices that are, that are connected with it. 
and then you can play it back. And then the same thing if someone sends you the message and if you're sitting next to your HomePods, I have, uh, for, so you, you know, Michael, I have two HomePods sitting next to me here in pair uh, that uh, will send that message to me through the intercom system. So, so they've done some updates. So the software is being updated uh, for the HomePod, which is great for the HomePod, the regular HomePod, because of course the HomePod mini is coming out, which we'll talk about in a second here. Um, and, uh, the other interesting thing, I, I, I have this article here, linked from uh, ZDNet. Uh, this is, uh, iOS, they, they did fix some zero day exploits. I don't know if you saw this, Warren, um, that, uh, there were uh, a couple of security, uh, uh, updates here included as well. Well, Catalina and, uh, too, right? Is that the one you're talking about? It was Catalina and iOS. Um, was so, it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that probably prompted Apple to force it uh, release this version even quicker, even though that the pre-orders are tomorrow for that the the iPhone uh, 12 Pro Max. So, uh, so it's uh, it's definitely uh, it was it was an interesting day of releases this morning <laughs> with all these releases. Uh, TVOS was just there wasn't much of a f- fanfare. They generally don't uh, Apple generally doesn't say what they what they add to TVOS. Probably I would assume as as always bug fixes. Uh, 14.2 software came out for the HomePod, so so that uh, that came out. And uh, uh, interesting, Warren, you said that the, that you were able to get the Incom to work with in beta because uh, because I didn't think they released the beta version of a HomePod software. I did, yeah, it worked. Uh, I I think they did have the beta. They did have the beta on the HomePod as well, and um, I had the beta on my phones uh, too, so I was able to intercom using my phone to the home pod just not vice versa because yeah. you you weren't able to intercom to yourself so now that um now that the uh release dropped today i'm trying to get my family to upgrade it so we can intercom with each other they're just yeah. too lazy. they're I, just too was, easy to do it so i was trying to get my wife to do it and she she still yeah. i don't know if she hadn't have it set up yet so i gotta get set up and then i might have could, to see, steal i might have to steal her phones tonight and do the uh <laughs> get, do the, get the update because you know they're not going to do it until it's forced exactly and then uh and then uh for those of you still using the old iphone and saw old that would be uh, probably prior to the uh the, what was what's what when did the the uh, the six i think was uh, yeah. that are running 12.4.9 was also released for security updates there's still people out there using that those those older devices so at least apple's keeping them secure so uh any more thoughts on that before we go, go on to, to to that i i think it's going to be great for the intercom because uh sadly yeah. you know my wife and i are on separate floors of the house we don't have a huge house and even just prior yeah. to broadcasting today I was trying to tell her to you know turn the TV down downstairs and and make sure the puppies weren't yeah uh, you know barking and uh, we had a couple back and forth just because we didn't hear each other however I think something like the intercon even in a small house would be great yep so all right so let's go on to the the, uh, the next topic uh, uh, as everybody knows they, uh, I, I and as well as Warren and I think you are too Michael if, if I'm not mistaken that we're gonna you're gonna upgrade to the 12 pro max uh, and do the pre-order tomorrow yes um, and uh, as we talked earlier we we're, we're, we we upgrade every year and um, you got to get up early tomorrow morning not not too bad this time you know in the past you've had to get up at two in the morning usually or three in the morning eastern time right uh and um now we only have to get up at seven in the morning central time for me and and eight uh eastern time for you guys uh so it's going to be a lot which is still not the easiest but for me but you know i'll I'll deal (laughs) i think you could get up at eight o'clock i'm I'm gonna try yeah i mean um yeah so uh so we're we're convinced. I think this is going to be a, a great upgrade. Now, I want I I purposely put this article in the uh, show notes. This is what actually from iPhone hacks is uh, the they they see they always seem to be kind of on the negative side sometimes with this stuff. But I think it's a good debate. Um, the, the iPhone 12 Pro Max or versus the iPhone 10s Max. Should you upgrade? And they go through and talk about a lot of this stuff. And um, if you're a 10s 10s Max, which I had the year before. Um, at this point, I would probably say yes. I would I would go and upgrade it. And they're of course saying that they don't think it's worth going from the 11 Pro Max to the 12 Pro Max, which I beg to differ. But um, but uh, good good reference point to see what uh, 
uh, you know, because some some folks aren't ready to upgrade. You know, they they don't have the budget. They don't they don't, they don't want they don't want to make that that dive like we do. But uh, it gives people an educated understanding of what uh, what to expect. You know, if you are going to if you are looking to be in the market for upgrading. But uh, you're talking about early adopters here, so we like we all, we all all like upgrading. So I don't know if you're going to convince us by by looking at that. So that any, any more thoughts about that, what, uh, Warren? What do you think? With, uh, why, why would you not want to upgrade? Um, I mean, to the layperson, I think 11 Pro Max, if you had that, and somebody said, should I upgrade to the, you know, I, I would go 50-50. I mean, the 5, for me, the 5G, I think might be what I'd be upgrading for personally. Um, you know, I, you say, you know, it's, it's not a big deal, but I do, you know, there's times actually like where, especially now where you're doing, uh, you're out and you're doing uh, video conferencing, you're doing Zoom calls. I mean, things that are pretty yep. bandwidth intensive, um, you know, you, you you forget about those kind of things. So to have the 5G, I think it's worth it alone. Um, you know, other than that, the, um, you know, the camera improvements, the, um size is a little bigger, which I'm, I, I always want the biggest phone I could get. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's reasons uh, definitely to do it. There's also a lot of reasons not to do it. I mean, obviously for us, uh, we're going to do it because that's what we do. Um, right. But, you know, for, for some regular users, I, I, I wouldn't yell at them for not upgrading. Uh, no, 11, nor would I. <laughs> 11 Pro Max to a 12 Pro Max. If they had like a, you know, a 10 uh, at, this, at that point, oh, I would no say definitely go for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I said, my um, my son had a 10R and uh, he just got the 12, just a regular 12 um, for him, which is great. And um, he, he loves a difference. So there's, you know, he had a 10R beforehand, which was obviously a little bit different because I had the uh, LCD screen. Uh, but he's loving it. He's loving the speed. He's loving the, sc- yeah. uh, the screen. And Michael, do you have any thoughts about upgrading? And would you, would you not? Well, I, I am because I'm on the lease program. I would not if I wasn't, uh, especially right okay. now, because I think like Warren says, the 5G is going to be phenomenal. And that's going to be one of the best parts about the new iPhones. Right. Um, the thing is, no one's traveling right now. And it's, right. it's sort of like, you know, like right now for my business, I lease my car. So it was funny. My lease on my car happens to end next November. And we're talking, it's like, well, if it had ended today or this month, we're like, we wouldn't renew it. Cause it's like, I barely go anywhere <coughs> and we have her car and we can just use her car to get, you know, to do what we need to do. Cause we're rarely either not traveling together or just one yeah. out of the house. However, on the, on the uh, iPhone 12, uh, Pro Max, I mean, I'm getting it. I'm sure I'm going to love it. I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, but again, if I has, had to sell it, uh, I probably wouldn't be doing that right now. Yep. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, everybody be ready to pre-order the, the, the 12 Pro Max. I know if you didn't buy the 12 Pro a couple weeks ago, I know there's the stock is few and far between right now. A lot of, a lot of, might be pushing out to January now before you what, get one uh, of those. So. What color? We didn't talk about colors. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm Pacific blue. I'm, blue. I'm going to do the silver. I'm not big on the blue. And okay. uh, I had, I've been doing like grays a lot. I haven't had a silver in a while. So, and I so, figured. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just figure uh, since I don't really want the blue and uh, and my my chances of getting the phone on delivery day would be better if I went for something other than blue anyway. So um, go ahead. Well, uh, you make a good point, Warren. I, I think David and I may have to be waiting a little while extra for our, our blue iPhones, but um, well, I, I get guess, in early. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I wanted to, I guess, ask you too. So from what I've been reading, the uh, Apple has been catalyzing some of their iPad uh Parts for the iPhones because the lighter, the, the lighter sensors. Yeah. 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 So it, I, you know, we may have to wait a little bit longer, uh, even if we don't get the blue. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, so with the regular, uh, 12 pros, there's a little bit of delay 
the hope is they have a pretty good stockpile of the Pro Maxes at first. So, as Dave said, if we're there at eight o'clock, and uh, you know, I think we'll be all right. Um, yeah, get the order in quick. Early yep. and quick. Have uh, different. Um, have a laptop and an iPhone ready because sometimes it, the website works and sometimes the app works. Yeah. I'll be sitting right where I'm sitting right now with the phone yeah. in one hand and command center on the screen and yeah, yeah. command center for ordering gear. So, exactly. um, so let's go ahead and move on. I also mentioned the home mini goes on pre-order tomorrow as well. So if you, you want to get one of those, you want to jump and get that ordered as well. So are, are either uh, of you getting that? I am. We're going to get, get one, yeah, um, at least one. I'm going to get one as it's birthday present, you know, so the wife will end up buying me something. So uh, there's a good idea. It's not that terribly expensive and you know, why not? You know, then I'd like to, like to have it to play with and uh, have it probably put it downstairs and instead of in here, in my office here. So, um, all right. So we got a couple topics I wanted to touch with you, Michael, uh, being Please. our guest this week. And, um, uh, the first one was, uh, as an attorney, I wanted to find out what what, what things are good about iOS and relates to the, uh, working in, at law firms and attorneys in general, and then what are bad things. And and uh, as you as you brought that up in pre-show, you're worried if you're going to talk about bad things, <laughs> have at it, because there's plenty of bad things with iOS, and there's plenty of great new things, uh, good, good things with iOS, so... What the what? Where do where do you see? It? I mean, you, obviously, your firm, you guys. I'm sure many of uh, many of your employees are using iPhones in and in, in their d- daily lives. And where do you see uh, how how it uh, works well or not well in in your firm? Well, so first, I got to thank both uh, you and Warren for inviting me on. I don't think I did that at the beginning of the show. Oh, um, no and problem. it, it really welcome. is a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, to answer your question, Dave. So. There are a lot of great things about the iPhone and iOS and the iPad that, you know, when I started my practice 15 years ago, it was really hard for my wife to get me out of the office because what am I missing? (laughs) Fear of missing out. And, you know, we had that Motorola Q come out that was supposed to be sort of that answer to that. And and Lord knows that was not. Uh, The iPhone is great for communications. It's great for communication with your staff, with your clients, especially with the ability to use third-party apps like Vonage Mm -hmm. and other um, VoIP this way. Because, I mean, to be blunt, you don't want certain people to have access to your personal phone number where they're going to call you or they may call you versus an app that you can turn off at any time. Uh, It's great to check emails. It's great to return emails. Um, It is great to keep an eye on your work calendar, whether you're using um, the Apple calendars uh, program, or if you're using uh, what I use is something called daylight. Daylight is a client management relations uh, program that is not, although specifically made for, uh, attorneys has great utilization for attorneys, but the best part about daylight and billings pros, they're made by a company called market circle and they are a Mac based software. So, you know, there's a lot of programs out there like Clio and uh, practice Panther and, and I could list them. They're not, they weren't originally Mac based. Then they went to the, uh, the web so they can use whether you use it on a Windows machine or a Mac machine. Uh, that didn't matter anymore. But the fact is that because of all the Mac integrations that work so well with this, for instance, uh, you know, my daylight that I have on my iPhone and my iPad also syncs up with my daylight at on my Mac. And through my daylight on my Mac, I can easily tag mail. So certain emails that I use. So when I'm using iMail and I get an email from a client or email from a court, or I can tag it to the appropriate client matter and anything else that I need to. And that email will then shift over to daylight um, automatically. And then daylight will sync amongst my devices. So if I need to look up an old email or if I need to look up a particular document attached to that email, it's very easy to do, especially when you're on the road iPads, or I should say iOS is great when you're going to do a singular thing. If you're going to be drafting a particular document or if you're researching a particular issue, that I think it's pretty good for because it isolates you from the rest of the world, especially when you used to take your iPad to Starbucks and you would work on, you know, hey, I've got this brief I got to do. I can't be 
uh, bothered by anything else. And you just go there and you kind of turn everything else off and, and you're good to go. Uh, what this isn't um, good for is it's not a laptop replacement. I can't okay. go to, say, depositions downtown or depositions in another state uh, or a hearing or a trial with just my iPad. Because if there's certain things I need to find in the client file, I have to have internet access, um, whether it's through uh, Dropbox or iCloud. And it's got to be in constant sync, at least on your. It's always in constant sync on your laptop. Uh, for go, you know, long are the days of uh, sugar sync. Um, with oh some gosh. of their, with, with their errors. Yeah, I, <laughs> it was running great until one day it suddenly just stopped and started kind of cannibalizing some of my files. I had to go back and recreate everything. Thankfully, I was. Uh, yeah. But thankfully, those days are gone. The problem with iOS, though, is it's not easy to sync your entire work folder. And I don't mean your client folder. I mean, you have to have all your clients on there because what if it, you know, it's that one other client that contacts you while you're on the road that needs to talk about X and it's an emergency, but you don't have access to those files because you don't have internet access. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sort of on the flip side though, when you do have internet access, one thing that I think the, um, both the iPad and the, um, the iPhone is great at is I use a program called Parallels Access. Sure. And Parallels Access allows me to remotely log into my main computer here in my office, and then I can remotely work it uh, with uh, nope. with very e great ease. Um, but again, you have to have internet access. Um, so I would never travel out of town, even on vacation, with just my iPad. I would always have at least mm. my laptop. Heaven forbid a work issue comes up. Um, okay. But, you know, on the flip side, the iPad is great media consumption, whether it's the various uh, blogs that I follow uh, for both work and for pleasure, whether I'm, uh, you know, want to read a book, uh, watch a movie, listen to a podcast. Uh, the iOS platform is fantastic. Uh, it's just it's not the laptop killer yet. And until they can figure out file management uh, and better syncing. Uh, it won't be. So that, going back to the introduction, is why I won't get that levitating um, mm -hmm. I, uh, iPad keyboard because it's just not worth it yet because it's not replacing the computer. Gotcha. Well, I'll definitely say that Apple's come a long way with file management on, on iPad and iPhone. Um, so it, it was atrociously bad and hard hard to mm -hmm. really manage what you had to manage. Uh, but uh, I think they've done a much better job. Now, if you're using something like Microsoft Office, you know, doing a lot of syncing, if you may even sync it over, like, let's say, OneDrive uh, in the business world. I, I do – I work in the business world. I mm -hmm. work, uh, you know, for an insurance company, and I'm and, – and I do IT support for them. So so I'm in that uh, – day, you know, daily working with that on the Windows side of things and right. as well as Mac. But uh, – but, you know, something like Microsoft Office, who are do, do a, lot, a lot of people live in and do a lot of uh, documents, spreadsheets, um, I think it does a very good job of, of doing, you know, just syncing through OneDrive. Now, it could right. it could also sync, you know, in the Files app on, on the on iCloud as well. And, and, and I think they've gotten a lot better. Uh, we just talked uh, last week, we just talked about the Apple bundle. Now that they're, they're bundling all the, all the apps together. So now you have your iCloud storage is going to be increased even further. You can go up to four terabytes now of being able to back things up now. Uh, I think Apple still has a long way to go. I agree with you with the fact that, that iCloud in itself uh, needs to be a little more robust when it comes to doing storage, just like Google Drive and Dropbox right. and Box right. and all the rest of them. And, so, and, but and it, it's, getting, it's, it's getting there. It's getting and, there. And Dropbox and OneBox have been sort of a mainstay for uh, attorneys. And actually, I wanted to back up uh, just one thing on a comment about iCloud uh, not quite being there yet. So it was an article what, last week in the in Engadget that talked about how mm -hmm. there was an iCloud outage that took a, a down a whole bunch of backups and photos uh, for people off yeah. their iOS devices, which, you know, spooks me. And even though we have for our iOS, excuse me, our iOS devices, you know, basically great backup of those systems uh, into iCloud, um, you know, as an attorney, you have to have a variety of other backups going at the same time too. Because oh, 100%. One thing, you know, yeah. one thing goes out like that, you're, you're screwed. I'm 
So all those services I mentioned, I I have redundant backups on right. on all of them. You know, whether it be smaller, small or big, you got you got to have you, you you can't put all your eggs in one basket. It's probably good the good good analogy here. You, you got to you got to make sure you're backing up everything. So I mean, Microsoft has its is 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 no saint either. I mean, they they have problems all the time too. I'm dealing with Microsoft Teams always having you know uh, being uh, a good platform. Sometimes it doesn't work right. It gets you know it gets slow or you can't connect. Uh, same thing with OneDrive. OneDrive, you know, OneDrive is is great for what it does, but it doesn't. Uh, it isn't perfect either. So, but no, it's 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 interesting to hear to hear you know because every business is different. And like I said, I'm in working insurance. You're working in the, in the legal field, so it, it's always interesting to see uh, where uh, where things go when it comes to using the iOS devices. And more and more more and more employees these days are 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 utilizing with their with their iPhones. I mean, just being right. able to access it, even even CEOs and others that don't don't yeah. want to travel with them. I mean, they may not have to have much of a critical because they have people under them that are doing all the heavy lifting where they could just travel with just an iPad and be perfectly happy and and be able to access whatever they need to access. Um uh so but uh it's come a long way. I mean I I, I did a presentation, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the uh a conference that actually is local to Chicago called MaxDoc. Um I uh I had actually spoken there. It was probably the second year I did a presentation. Could your could your iPad be your full time computer? And back in those, back when I did that 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 first presentation, it was still a long ways off. But right. I thought I thought it had it had a good good you know trying chance that it could. I mean, you've got a twelve point nine inch uh, iPad Pro, which yep. is which is a great device. It's got a beautiful oh, yeah. screen. It's huge. Love it. I mean, I've got the eleven Pro, the 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 eleven inch Pro as, as well as Lauren does. So. Um, I think it's got a lot of uh, potential, but I, I I kind of agree with you on some of the things, especially within business, um, that it it's definitely uh, definitely a difference. Warren, did you have any thoughts about that, that with as far as storage, you know, iPads working in business, and you've you've worked with a lot of this stuff before. Sure, um, I mean, I agree with you know, Michael a lot. I, I try to use. Uh, so for IT support, especially being a contractor IT support, I tried using an iPad as a, as a main computer. Uh, and, and, you know, the big, the big thing you needed to do was, uh, you know, control other people's computers, you know, to, to help them. And so I tried the iPad and, you know, the team viewer and with the trackpad, it was a little bit easier, but at the yeah. end of the day, I just ended up going back to a computer. It was just a, a MacBook was just easier. Um, Agreed. So I didn't. I didn't. My experiment failed with that. Um, but I work in healthcare. I work for uh, retirement communities, and I can tell you that iPads are everywhere. There, um, yep. all the nurses uh, have them. Uh, now that we check in people with COVID, they're all. We wrote a program for that on the iPads. Uh, so for people like um, who are constantly moving. I guess is that's where the iPads come in handy for a business device. People that are like nurses, people in transportation, people in, uh, um, you know, pretty much like in you know any service that you need to do. Uh, maintenance are big on the iPods and iPads too because they're you, you need to move around and have the data with you. So yeah. you, you know it ha- that that also has its use. Um, for people who are sitting at a desk stationary, you're you're always going to be better with a laptop. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think it's uh, it, it's been pretty tough for me to to walk away from a Mac or having or a PC for that matter. Um, I, I have to know both since my profession. So, uh, and um, I agree. I think it's going to be a long while yet before we all could be on you know on tablets for that matter. You know, that where it's just specifically a tablet. I mean, there's there's plenty of folks who have Windows tablets that are using the tablet f- format, but you know, it still has the robustness more advanced to what what Windows can do versus what iOS can do or iPad OS. So, it's, I mean, it's no, a, a Surface with a keyboard is a laptop. I mean, pe- right. people people like to call them tablets, but it's right. not. What what what? I agree. And we talked about this before. What's what makes the difference between a laptop and a tablet, right? So right. if I had a, if I had an iPad that had that, that looked like a MacBook, is it a computer? If I have a, a MacBook that detaches like, a, like an iPad, is it a tablet? 
you know, is it the operating system? Is it the fact that it has a permanently attached keyboard to it? Is it, you know, there, there's no real definition on that. And we, we had that discussion before. Yeah, for sure. So, um, no, Michael, thank you. I pre- we appreciate you giving that insight in, in relations to what, uh, how it works in your industry. Um, and then the last topic I wanted to bring up with you tonight, uh, today is, uh, uh, we got about a few minutes left to the show here is, uh, the, the, your digital legacy. I, I really was uh, really impressed of, of your presentation that you gave to our Apple user group a couple weeks ago. And it was great, uh, cause it's such an important topic. Now you could spend a long time on it, 30, 40 minutes on just that topic alone. Right. But really what I wanted to find out from you is, is just on the angle of, of an iPhone or an iPad or having your digital devices, when someone does pass how, or, or, that, or you want to be prepared for that, you know, right. what, what should, what should people do with their iPhones and iPads to make sure that that un, 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 you know, unexpected thing happens and then, then they can't access it? Well, I mean, you know, to be frank, my, my wife has my, she knows my password to both my right. devices, but not everyone has, you know, not everyone has a spouse or someone that they trust to have the password to whatever device. Um, that being said, though, one of the things that we talked about protecting your digital legacy is that you have to have some form of a master password that either has access to all of your passwords and some sort of um, password manager, or at least the password to your particular device or devices sealed and ready to go so that upon my passing, uh, you know, whether it's the executor of your estate or your spouse or your business partner, that they know how to get get to it. That doesn't mean you actually have to share it with them, share it with them saying, hey, it, my password is, you know, password 101. And by the way, don't use that as a password. That would no, be a good don't. one. <laughs> um, but you, you have to leave something behind for someone with instructions, with directions of what to do. Same thing in a will. In a will, you know, you have to leave instructions of what I want left to whom. And you can have uh, a digital legacy um, executor, someone specifically just for that, whether it's the executor of your will or a separate individual, depending on your state as well, um, that is in charge of all that. And you, you, you can't just leave your house behind to someone without leaving the, the keys because trying to break into it, it's going to cost money. It's going to cost damage, what you might lose, et cetera. Uh, but one thing I wanted to flip back to is not only do the, you have to have access to your digital legacy later for someone else, you need to make sure you have backups of that. That's and, yeah. you know, we all, if we're on an iOS device, I can't picture anyone who doesn't use the cloud, the iCloud uh, service to back up their right. stuff. You know, right. to be blunt, um, I don't use anything else, although I probably could, maybe should. But since everything else is also uh, synced up with my computer, I'm not that worried about it. And my computer is synced up to like three or four different backups. So everything that's on here, I'm not worried about losing if someone can't get access to my phone. Um, really, if access to the phone, the iPad, that's more of being able to pass it down to whoever so they can either use it themselves or sell it without you know having to worry about jailbreaking it or, or having someone break the code. Right. Okay. No, and I think that's a good, good way to really to sum it up. And, um, Password managers, we and uh, Warren, do you use one? I think I, I always use one password. I think it's my favorite uh, de facto password manager. Same here. Uh, do you do you use one password, Warren? I can't. I forgot. No, I tried it and I I didn't like it. So, so we, we talked before. No, I, I, I don't. Or you don't use anything. I don't use. I use iCloud passwords. It's uh, use iCloud. Okay. So I, I need to revisit my password situation. Is a mess. So don't use me as an example. <laughs> think, so. No. Yeah. We. One password is a great is a great tool, and and you can get your database can be backed up very easily, uh, which is nice. And then if it, all you have to do is put put that magic password somewhere, maybe in a safe deposit box or someplace where someone can get to it, then, then you can get to the, all those passwords and keep them secure and and all in one place. Um, so I think it's important to to really protect yourself, and especially with your iOS devices. I mean. Uh, Everybody has iPhones. You you worry that you can't get to their phone. You can't get to their messages. You can't get to any of this stuff. It just it 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 just it, I cry and I hear people, oh yeah, I can't reset this iPad because I don't know the the password to the uh, the, to the iCloud account and uh, it uh, 
then then the, the unless you can prove that you've owned the device or have a receipt that that shows you purchased it, uh, it's basically a brick. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. uh, you can't do anything with it. So it's just super important uh, to to stay on top of that. Any any other closing uh, comments on that before we uh, go ahead and wrap things up here? You know, again, you just need to make sure someone has the keys to your legacy. And, uh, you know, we see on the news how the DOJ is constantly hurrying Apple to help them jailbreak into uh, people's iPhones because they're password protected. And if the DOJ is having problems, imagine what it is not for you, but imagine what it's going to be like for your loved ones or your friends or your business partners who you leave behind. You're not doing this for you. You're doing this for them. Absolutely. All right. Well, great. I, I, I can't thank you enough for being on the show this week. And we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here in a moment, and then we'll find out where we people can find you here. So let's uh, let's go ahead and do that now. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can uh, subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, even Spotify. You can, uh, or, or better yet, just go to our website at intouchwithios.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And Michael, thank you so much for being here this week. It was a, what a what a what a great show it was. And uh, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Well, first, thank you both very much for having me on. Everyone can find me at the techsavvylawyer.page. Um, you can listen to me at the techsavvylawyer.page podcast. You can find me both on um, not only Apple Podcasts, but Libsyn. And if you want to reach me directly, please feel free to email me at DJ at the techsavvylawyer.page. Excellent. Uh, we're definitely going to, I've already had your podcast in my, uh, in my podcatcher when I start listening and, uh, and uh, th- we definitely want you guys to listen up because he does uh, does some great stuff here. So, and uh, Warren, back to the future. It was a busy week this past week. Did we? Uh, did we? Uh, ha- was there anything that, that was oh, highlighted always, this week? Uh, uh, same, same stuff. It's all good. Don't worry about us. Um, I'd just like to thank Mike for uh, Michael for being here too. So, it was yes. a pleasure meeting you and talking to you. Likewise. Yes. Likewise. Me as well. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.